The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 150, another massive landmark that we've uh, reached for the show. And it's all down to you guys. So thank you so much for for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, If you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about breaking down OCD into uh, smaller steps um, so that it's easier for you to work out what is the action that you need to take in order to start overcoming it. So often the problem is is so big um, that we really don't know where to start. And so in today's podcast, we'll be breaking that down a little bit. Uh, It would be amazing if you uh, like this podcast, if you could uh, follow and like my content on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And uh, it would be great as well if you could also subscribe on your podcast app. Uh, That's it for today, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. If you have any questions, then as always, do please let me know. And many thanks. I'm going to start today with a quote from a guy called uh, Chuck Close, and it's this. If you're overwhelmed by the size of a problem, break it down into smaller pieces. Now, fairly simple, straightforward quote. Um, The thing is, we may know this to be true, but how often do we actually do it? Um, I think the thing is with OCD is this is often a huge part of the problem is that we're trying to uh, we're trying to attack the whole thing rather than trying to choose you know one or two small things about OCD that we can focus on that we can have success with we're trying to uh, we're trying to attack the the entire beast and as we know when you try to take on uh, a monster like OCD uh, in its entirety, um, unfortunately, you're very likely to, to come off uh, the worse for wear because OCD is quite a formidable beast. It has a lot of different weapons that it can use against us. And if we don't use our own weapons, uh, as in, you know, really choosing the things that we want to uh, to, to kind of attack about it, then um, it's very likely we'll be overwhelmed. So this is a really uh, important um, area of learning to get over OCD. First off, you need to kind of decide what are you aiming for? What are you trying to achieve? So decide on the uh, particular theme or obsession that you're most struggling with. Decide on um, you know what it would look like if you were feeling better with that. 
um, perhaps your anxiety level would go down from, you know, an eight or nine out of 10 to something more like uh, five or six. Um, be very clear and specific about the thing that you want to work on so that you can actually see, are you making some progress with it? Having decided on that, you then want to choose a particular part of that obsession that you're going to to work on. For example, if your obsessions are are based around um, your kind of social setting and um, ruminating and obsessing about what people uh, think about you, um, then a really good thing to start with here is to say, okay, I'm going to try to reduce my rumination in, in regards to um, social situations, but I'm going to focus on one particular element of it. I'm not going to focus on the entire social situation and how well I performed in that situation. I'm going to focus on afterwards. I'm going to focus on that time when I get home And when I notice that my mind starts to race and I start to ruminate about how successful um, I was in that situation, about um, whether uh, people thought I was strange or weird or whether I said something inappropriate in a certain situation. Um, The idea would be to try to reduce that rumination. And if you're successful at that, really trying to celebrate that because obviously it's an achievement. Even if you've only reduced that rumination uh, a small amount, we really need to to be happy and positive about the small successes that we have and to celebrate those because that reinforces it to ourselves and then it's much more likely that we're going to repeat that, um, that behavior in the future. To help you with this process, I would really, really recommend journaling because journaling allows you to to kind of take some pressure off yourself. If you keep everything up in your mind the whole time, it's very hard to to kind of um, to keep an objective uh, standpoint because your emotions are going to be changing as you go through your day. Um, you know, depending on what you've been eating and how much sleep you've been getting. And if we just rely um, on our brains to to kind of um, try to ascertain how much success that you've had as you're going through your day of reducing that rumination, um, you know, you're going to find it quite difficult. But if you um, write everything down, um, that really does take some, some pressure off and it allows you to more objectively Um, make notes about the progress that you're making. In essence, what we're doing here then is we're actually just choosing to focus our attention on one small part of the obsession rather than analysing every single thing about the the social situation uh, whilst you're there and afterwards and asking questions to people and you know, trying to get reassurance or whatever else you might do. You're just choosing to focus on the rumination element of it and you're trying to reduce that. Another example could be uh, contamination OCD with uh, hand washing. Um, You know, rather than um, trying to completely get rid of um, hand washing and and, uh, only be happy once you've achieved that, the idea is to, to break down the problem, is to try to reduce the hand washing and, and just really focus on reducing the amount of time that you spend doing it. 
And starting off with, you know, a very small achievable goal of saying reducing it by 30 seconds or one minute. And what you really want is to make sure that you're achieving achieving that goal. So if you're not achieving it, then perhaps the goal that you've set for yourself uh, is too difficult. So maybe you need to kind of go back to the uh, drawing board and come up with a goal that really is achievable. And as you, uh, as you kind of go through with this and you start to get more and more success at achieving these goals, over time, you really start to build up your confidence. You start to, to feel a lot better about yourself. And you can start to attack more and more of the different parts of the OCD. And then over time, you really start to deal with the problem as a whole because you've ch- you've chosen to focus on these smaller parts and you know i see this all the time with my clients when they're able to just really focus on on tackling the small stuff the bigger picture will start to take care of itself unfortunately with with ocd um you know it would be amazing if we had this ability to to be able to um you know, to just come in and do two or three sessions with a coach or a therapist. And then brilliant, you've worked out OCD and off you go, you can be happy now, you can enjoy your life. Unfortunately, you know, obviously, it's not quite like that, because, you know, this is a habit of mind that you've picked up over a long period of time. And so to kind of undo the habits of OCD, we need to apply new habits and stick to them to um, over a sustained period of time. And we really need to build up um, a feeling of positivity, a feeling of being successful. And so what you really want to do with that in mind is to try to become, you know, 0.1% better each day, or even less, 0.001% better. It doesn't matter. As, as long as you're taking some small action some small steps towards your goals each day with OCD, you won't be able to help but slowly improve. It's it's going to happen. And it is the healthiest and the best approach to, to dealing with it. Certainly for me, when I was really struggling, it was, it was this kind of approach that made um, the biggest difference uh, for me. And bearing in mind as well that, you know, as you get better, it is not a linear straight line. You're going to have big improvements and then you're going to have setbacks. And this is a perfectly normal part of the process and not something to be discouraged by. It's so easy to get wound up and upset when we have setbacks. It can feel like we're going back to square one, but you never go back to square one. Um, If you've been learning about OCD and applying the skills that you've been learning, then, you know, you you are going to be in a better place generally. But, you know, we do get tired, things happen in life. Um, OCD can flare up from, from nowhere again. Um, but remember, you do, you do not go back to square one. So um, that's it today, guys. I think this is a, an important area. Um, you know, really try to pick your battles, if you like, and, and choose... The, the small things that you can start working on with your OCD rather than focusing on, you know, getting rid of the whole thing as soon as possible. So I hope you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. 
and many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.